Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back with another edition of New Year's. Well, another edition of Movie Maniacs. I was going to say it's the first one of 2022. Happy New Year's to everybody. I'm Mike Rags. Chuck Curry going to step in here in a second. Well, let's bring him in right now because I know he's chomping at the bit. Today is National Beyond the Poseidon Adventure Day. We are recording this on New Year's Day. So what would you like to say to the audience that haven't put in the movie yet to watch today, Chuck? How many people, Mike? Do you think right now we're watching Beyond the Beside Adventure as you broadcast? I don't even think Carl Malden's ancestors even know that movie exists. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a quote. Ready? <laughs> in a time in need, the one thing a man can count on is the sympathy of his bank. Captain Michael Turner, played by Michael Caine in the 1979 Irwin Allen disaster sequel beyond the Poseidon adventure i wish we recorded this on new year's eve and not new year's day because we could actually talk about beyond the Poseidon adventure instead but i you know listen i gave you the opportunity i hope you enjoyed the day today um and, and we'll move on from there we've got a lot to discuss today we're going to look ahead at 2022 we're not, we're not doing a full hour on beyond the no Poseidon. we're not i do, no. I do, I do, do. Retro, I do we're doing a retrospective uh, behind the scenes possible casting movie footnotes i mean what do we what's what are we doing here why do we wake up we want to entertain our audience and oh, okay. uh, that would not do it uh right. anyway we're going to look ahead at our 10 most anticipated movies of 2022 stick around for that and hopefully every single one of them we will see in theaters as omicron wreaks its weary head over everybody here and chuck uh, before yeah. we talk about what we've seen and, and and remember a couple of passings over the last week or so um Box office, what's it looking like through the holidays here? What's happened out there to Spider-Man and the others? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's the same story that we've been talking about. You know, Sony and Marvel coming out and saying Spider-Man No Way Home is safe theaters. OK, you look at the the, the weekend box office here that's going to end money. This is uh, what it what they anticipate happening. Spider-Man is going to do about 85 million weekend number two. Right. It's doing phenomenal. Has been doing like twenty something million a day. That's Monday good news. Thursday. That's good. Okay. That's really good news. Number two is is Sing, and that movie's good. That movie's doing fairly well. Right. Um, I think it's going to do. I think like twenty something million this weekend, right? Right. Then underneath that, it's like it's gas fumes. Is it, West I mean, Side Story sitting- never West Side Story never recovered on any level. It's done no. twenty six million total in three weeks. I mean that. Let's be honest, Mike. That is a massive disappointment. Sure. You got you got uh, numerous movies. Anything adult oriented is not doing anything. It's just- well, you've got the Guillermo del Toro, uh, his new movie. You've got the Journal for Jordan, the Denzel Washington movie. Yeah. And I know there's a movie that came out that you're going to talk about, too, which is really American geared towards Underdog. more of a, a Christian uh, kind of audience. It's but- doing OK, but, you know, it's just OK. Yeah, let's talk about that movie right now, Chuck, because you got a chance to see it. The Kurt Warner biopic, uh, American Underthought, Underdog, your thoughts. Um, and boy, they hyped the hell out of this. If you watch they, football, they did. I got to tell really you, I, I'm a football fan, so I knew the Kurt Warner story. I, I knew it's basically, you know, a, a rags to riches story. And I knew 
his very interesting relationship. Zachary Levi plays Kurt Warner. Anna Panquin of True Blood Flame plays the woman he went up marrying uh, in, in the story. I tell you, it's, it's, it's a good, I liked it. It was very character driven. I thought his performance was very nice. She was good. It's an interesting story. Boy meets girl. Here's a guy who played college football, sat on the bench for four years in an Iowa, uh, Iowa, some Iowa college, not University of Iowa, but some uh, college in Iowa, sits on the bench for four years, plays a little in his fifth year, um, believed in himself completely, he was a Joe Montana fan growing up like Tom Brady, idolized him. The minute he saw Joe Ma- Montana win a Super Bowl, he said, I'm going to be a quarterback. That's all he wanted to do. So he worked very hard at it. Um, ultimately does not get drafted. Doherty might got an agent. Doherty might get drafted. Didn't get drafted. Dirt poor working at a grocery store meets this woman, two kids. She's single divorced. One of the kids is legally blind. They connect. He's very, really good to her. She has doubts because she's a single mom with two kids. Why does he want to be involved with her? Make a long story short. Guy starts a team of arena football in Iowa knew of Kurt Warner, but from that college came to him says, listen, I'd like to build a team around you. He doesn't really want to do it because all he wants to do is play in the NFL. Ultimately can't afford gas money. So winds up doing it gets looked at by the NFL goes to the Rams. Uh, The other quarterback winds up getting hurt. He gets the starting job, has an amazing career year. The Rams win the Super Bowl. It's a very nice story. And here's what I liked about the movie. It's really character-driven and ultimately, almost like, I don't want to put it in the, in the Rocky, but almost like Rocky where the movie really is about the, the couple, right? right. The, football, the football is an important part of it, but it's not what the movie's completely built around. And actually, the culmination in the movie is not the Super Bowl. It's actually his first start, which I liked. I thought that was good scripting. I thought that was good scripting. I got to say, Dennis Quaid's definitely getting up there in age playing Dick Vermeil. Um, he's been around for a long yeah. time. Yeah. But it's a nice performance by Zachary Levi. It really is. It's a nice performance. He's all in. Anna Panquin's good. It's a good story. Uh, it got an A-plus cinema score. My wife and daughter went with me, and they liked it a lot. It, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was... Um, it was different because it doesn't have Spider-Man in it. Yeah. So I liked right. it. I was, and you saw I it in was, the theaters too, which I, is exciting. I, I, yeah. I saw it on Christmas day at noon. I was emotionally involved in the movie and, and it, and I was in, I was all in and I, I enjoyed watching his journey. So I'd give it, um, I, you know, it was, it was like a seven and a half out of 10 solid. I liked it. Um, it's interesting because uh, tell everybody the text I sent you while you were so sitting in the theaters a seat on Christmas Day. It says a lot. It's a far cry from seeing Godfather Part Three on Christmas Day, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember in 1990, my 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 brother Christmas night went to see Godfather Three at the uh, Kingsway Movie Theater in Brooklyn, New York. Place was packed. The buzz was there. Um, you know, it's just such a the landscape's so different, Mike. It's just it is what it is, but it's like everything else in our culture. We're adopting, we're evolving, we're getting used to things. And it, it just feels, I don't know, to me, this is just personally, it just feels, it does feel like there's a black cloud that just won't lift. 
I don't want to be negative because there's a lot of positive stuff and I enjoy life. And, you know, I love still going to move movies or watching movies and I like sports and I like watching my local college GSU. And I like watching my daughter play basketball. She plays for the high school. I look forward to it very, very much. So there's a lot of really good things, positive things I look forward to. But uh, it just feels very different than it did uh, two years over two years ago. Well, it's so different, too, because next weekend, the yeah. Golden Globes are on. And who cares? We, right. I know we haven't even talked about I, any I'll of you, that. I'll give you an example. At the theater I'm involved in, in East Strasburg, Pocono Cinema, this week between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, right? Always was what they call Oscar season. Sure. So all these movies like Bell, like this year, Belfast, right. uh, uh, being the Ricardos, yep. you know, movies like that, you know, they would do business. People would come out and go, There'd be Oscar buzz on this stuff. And the thing is, I want to see what's going to be Oscar nominated in a theater. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, I think about the Oscars this year. You thought last year was bad? Oh, yeah. No. Nobody it, no there's going to be no buzz. Nope. Nobody's going to see any of the Oscar bait. Where's it going to come from? It, it's just that that is really, I mean, you're talking about a mountain well and plus, off I, a cliff and it's and off I, a cliff. And I still think awards are right now it's a little tone deaf. Nobody wants to watch these things. So I would I mean, I would, are we gonna have best supporting actress in Spider-Man, No Way Home? No, uh, I I don't think you know, it, best supporting I, honestly, actor the guy the kid who plays Ned. I mean, Chuck, what is what is gonna happen here? I don't think these shows should even be on the air. I think that right now it's tone deaf to be patting each other completely on the back and then tell people but don't leave your house while we're doing all these things but I, they're I, gonna have it though yeah i know i know they are so it is what it is and actually it's funny because i got to see a couple of the you know movies that have been nominated uh, streamed I, I saw a few over the last week or oh, so what'd I, you watched, say? What'd you say? I watched don't look up i watched uh being the ricardos i actually watched uh the best of the bunch. Boy, I saw Swan Song on Apple Plus. It's really, really good, Chuck, with a fantastic concept. I mean, what would you do if you found out you had a terminal disease, you were going to die and you didn't your wife and kids didn't know yet. And you found out a doctor could clone you and send the clone home and live the rest of your life while you died. And that's the interesting concept. To put together. Uh, Marshall Ali, the guy from Green Book. Who's very good in it, and he plays actually dual parts because he plays his clone. Glenn Close is his as wife, well. uh, Naomi Harris of uh, James Bond. Uh, she's very good as well. Is this very an Oscar interesting movie? concept. Is an Oscar Bay movie? It is. He's nominated yeah. for Golden Globe. Um, okay. It's good flick. I'd highly recommend it. It's free on Apple Plus if you have it. Um, and don't look up is not the disaster people are making it out to be. I mean, I know people but, will love that movie. I, it's it's got some very highly entertaining moments, including the two performances by Leonardo DiCaprio and yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. I will tell you, if those two aren't in it, I don't know yeah. how enjoyable this movie where are you would hitting, be. Where are you hearing all this bad buzz? Where you, uh, my sister buzz. hated it. I know Your a lot sister. of people. I uh, saw is some she like the, is she like the new Rex Reed of 2021. What well, was I take here? you know, I take her word. I mean, I know a lot of people that uh thought it was a, a tank on the air and on and, okay. and, and on Yahoo and all over the place. I mean, yeah. I'm, if you're telling me people are loving it, I mean, who's I'm telling you they you, loved I, it? I, I, Your five brother? People, five, no, <laughs> uh, five people. Like, well, no, how about this? Did you it. see it? Here's all that matters. Did you see it? I didn't. No, not yet. Of course. Not. I've been you busy got, making milkshakes. Sorry. Yeah, you're watching the skyscraper for the 15th. You time know, actually, week. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Please, do, if it's anything about San Andreas or skyscraper, I don't want to hear about it. Before I went on. I always put movies on at the ice cream parlor, right? So I put Rocky Balboa on. 
put it on a couple times a week to be in full disclosure. Put it we on. We want to right? talk about new movies or old movies. So, old, no, we're going to talk about Rocky Balboa for the fifteenth no, time right now. Story. Relax. So this young couple sit down, had a couple yeah. ice creams, right? Yeah. Mike, they watched two. They watched the whole damn thing. They were yeah. completely into it. How much they money had, they spend in your store? Uh, probably eight about bucks. Uh, eight bucks, nine bucks. <laughs> but like, when I when it was over, I said, "You like that?" Huh? Oh, I loved it. I said, "You know, you're welcome for the entertainment." Besides the ice cream, I give them entertainment. It's pretty good. So, Rocky Bob, I love okay. Rocky Balboa. As good as any Rocky movie ever made. Hell of a story. Um, it's a good story. Uh, I, it, it's a great story. Good. I would recommend um, the I would recommend uh, Swan Song. Uh, yep. I would also recommend being the Ricardos. It's an Why, interesting, tell me it's a it's an interesting uh, couple performances there. Um, and it's, a, it's a nice little piece of history too of watching TV and Let how it was produced back in the day. Let me talk TV. about it first and then you can ask me a question. I will tell you that uh, Nicole Kidman was better than I expected in it. Um, right. I will also tell you that I wish it t- dealt with the subject matter of their marriage and uh, impending divorce more than the subject matter of her being revealed as a communist. I mean, I mean, they've so many movies have told that story. I really wish they would have gotten more in depth with the with the with their relationship than what they did. But that's besides the point. It was better than I thought it was going to be considering it lives on Amazon Prime right now and has two major stars fulfilling roles that are huge. They're bigger than life. It's like watching a behind the scenes of the honeymooners. You're watching behind the scenes of this. But they handled it with respect and it was it was done really well. What's hard that hitting? hard hitting? Yes or no? No, not hard hitting at all. No, no, it's not. It's not. I mean, there's a couple of topics it deals with. I mean, her getting pregnant on the show, yeah. uh, her being revealed as a communist there, him cheating on her. I mean, it's all kind of lightweight. Is stuff. Taken, it, it, so they, even that stuff is lightweight. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's lightweight. It's just glossed over. They it never really, you know, they never really get in depth. Like, what with, is she like hitting with a phone book and they move on? What's yeah, the story? stuff like that stuff where they yeah. get in a fight. They move on to the next scene. She's okay. a tough cookie. You know that she's independent. He, yeah. he you know, he's Cuban and he, I mean, it's just but she, I will say was I was entertained. Was I was entertained. It, it, it did. It did have great performances in it. And it was really more of a throwback movie. Kind of like quiz show and those movies that would just take like behind the scenes of what Amazon, it was like. Amazon Prime for people who want to. We, we have to tell people where to find this stuff. I right? said, Amazon I said, Prime. I mean, people listen to me when I talk. I know you don't. I did say it's on Amazon <laughs> Prime, by the way. OK. Um, and if you want to see Don't Look Up, it's on Netflix. Yes. And Swan Song's on Apple Plus, too. And we used to go to the movies. Yeah, I'm we confused. used to. Yeah. Oh, what happened? I don't even know what if any of these here, movies right? are in the movies, Chuck. Uh, Here's well, what we, happened, we, Chuck. Let me let me, let me recap the last two yeah, years. Yeah. There was a global yeah. pandemic and people can't go to the theaters like they used to. That's what happened. OK, OK. All right. I mean, when we get back to normal, my AMC stock will go through the roof and everybody will be going to the theaters. But nobody's going to see Cyrano in a movie theater right now, Chuck. It's just not going to yeah. happen. So you got to find it on these other uh, outlets, uh, unfortunately. All right. Uh, And by the way, did you check out any Cobra Kai, Boba Fett? You watch any of that stuff yet? No, not yet. Are you busy with the, you know, watching Rocky Balboa and stuff like that? Interesting part of Boba Fett, though, they do show you how he survives Return of the Jedi, which is kind of cool. I thought Um, directed by Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau wrote it. So I thought it was cool that that was the starting point. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, it's not much different than Mandalorian right now, but it's, you know, it's only one episode in and Cobra Kai. I mean, they're still roundhouse kicking beat each other in the face every two minutes. It's good to see Terry Silver back and Thomas Ian Griffith back in that role. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the same old, same old. All they do is how many each episodes other. you watch. I've watched uh, three episodes so far. All it's right. good. I mean, it's good. It's the same stuff. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Chuck. 
a couple of uh, I mean, I'm I mean, you talk about American icons. We lost yeah. two of them in this in within days of each other. Um, John Madden and, of course, Betty White, uh, John Madden, uh, 80, uh, 88, was he 87? And then uh, Betty White was 99, of course. Let's hit John Madden first. I mean, obviously, I mean, he's in the replacements. Wasn't much of a movie star. Uh, you know, he does have a lot of screen time in the replacements. But he Pat was Summerall. a massive pop culture. I mean, he was. Personality, I mean, yeah, no I doubt. mean, he was bigger than the game. I mean, I, mean, I remember, you know, the, the Thanksgiving Day day games and the turkey and bring out the turkey and he wouldn't fly and it but and in the way the way he could take something that could be somewhat complex to certain people he humanized it in such a simplistic level and he had a, in a, a unique ability to connect with the audience in a very real way in in a, in a way that makes you very popular and that's absolutely. why he was so popular because absolutely people liked him you think about the it audience he liked him a lot he taught he taught millions of people the game of football. I he mean, did. literally, you know, watching every Sunday and then his game um, and then his great commercials with Miller Lite and Tenacting, quick acting, Tenacting. You know, and if, all. Great pitch, man. If you were going to do a movie, right, I think what would be fascinating. I, I wonder what his relationship was with the person who drove the bus. That would be pretty cool. Well, he was actually in the documentary All Madden. I don't know if you saw it on Fox. No, he is, yeah. yeah, he actually gets some screen time. I'm, How I would old have, is he? Uh, he was probably in his 60s, early 70s, but mm-hmm. it made it see he drove the bus for over 25 years. That, so had, to be, that had to be a really, a really cool. bond. I would hope it was a cool bond. Uh, I, would, I mean, the guy, he wouldn't be he wouldn't have done it for as long as yeah. he did it if it wasn't. He wouldn't be part of this documentary, too. So, yeah, um, it's a fabulous documentary if you haven't watched it either. It's really good. Uh, and obviously a tremendous, tremendous persona. And he and a, no, a whole generation knows him because of a video game, which is incredible yeah. in and of and, itself. And he retired. How young is a coach in his 42, 42? Yeah, it's young, man. I mean, it's I mean, look at Bill Belichick. He'll go until uh, he can't go anymore. Well, he did not want to fly anymore. And that was a big part of it. That was a real yeah. big part of why he stopped. And, uh, and you have to. Yep. They have to a lot. And uh, and then you had Betty White, Chuck, who, you know, let's face it. She wasn't a big movie star, but late in life, she did pop up here and there in Lake Placid and uh, Hard Rain, kind of a crotchety old lady. In oh, yeah, Hard movies. Rain. I like, listen, I like Hard Rain a lot, actually. Well, let's talk about Betty White and less about the movie because nobody really cares about. Uh, I was going to do 30 minutes on Hard Rain. I'm no? surprised you haven't Christine already. Slater, Morgan Freeman, no? Uh, uh, but she was responsible for. Okay, I'm just she, kidding. She was responsible for some lighthearted moments in the proposal as well with uh, mm. Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. She's funny in that. Uh, but really, let's face it. It's two TV roles, and that's the Golden Girls and, of course, Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes, but but about 10 years ago, she caught lightning in a bottle again. And oh, like Cleveland, she, hot in Cleveland. Yeah. 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 And she's doing all these TV show, all these TV appearances. And, uh, 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 you know, in, I guess think SNL uh, tonight is going to. Yeah, they're going to run her from re- 10 years ago. Yeah, right. And I, I what I read, they said she was the only host to get a standing ovation at the after party. That's incredible. That's, That's really, really incredible. Cool. And, and listen, she also had her, she had a she knew who she was. She knew her comic timing. She knew her audience and she had a blast. And it's pretty awesome. And think about all those game shows she was on. Right. She was married to Alan Ludden. Right. Yeah. And Password. And she would yeah. do all those shows. A great persona. Yep. Never. Yeah. I mean, you could jump on Twitter yesterday. And I swear every tweet was about her. I mean, almost every tweet. One. 
a positive one. Yeah, right? and it was always positive. Yeah, it was I all mean, positive. I mean, because in a day of negativity and people hiding behind the keyboard, you know, slinging crap. Yep. All hoses. I mean, she and it was. It, here's what what was sad about it when you first, you know, when you first hear it, is that 2021 sucked, right? COVID yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And it's sort of like the culmination of suckiness that she passed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On the on the on the eve of, a you know, ending. somebody, yeah. somebody who brings joy, somebody who's good, somebody who creates goodwill, makes people feel good, appears to be a great person, makes you laugh, has a good time. And she doesn't make it to 100. I don't know. It's a little telling. Yeah. And and she actually won an Emmy for the performance on Saturday Night Live. So uh, if you get a chance to watch it, uh, please do. Chuck, before we jump ahead to 2022 and some Fast Five, do you have any mu- movie news that we want to touch on before? I, we- got some, I got some this this week in movie history, December 26th. The Exorcist opened in theaters, a hard R, psychologically powerfully disturbing horror film. Almost X, right? They almost that was a X that rating had pe- that had people literally lining up around city blocks to go see it. For my money, one of my all time, all time top five favorite performances, Jason Miller, his father, Karis. Uh, to me, what makes that movie so great, in my opinion, and when, and so when some people say oh, it's not that scary, OK, whatever. Come on, stop. OK, yeah, <laughs> that, that movie is a great drama that has horror elements. Right. It's not really a horror film, although it is a horror film. It's a great script, a great story with amazing performances. And you're not you're not going to get raw filmmaking like that, raw filming, like filmmaking like that, raw acting like. Uh, like, 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 like that, you just don't see anymore. It's a great movie, man. It's a 10 out of 10. That movie yep. is amazing. Man, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about hey, it. I mean, Jason Miller, that before, you know, it's interesting because 72, you had uh, you had uh, Hackman is Reverend Scott in a Poseidon adventure, rebellious minister. Right. And then in a year later, you have a um, you, ha- you have a priest who has cr- tremendous self-doubt. It's really interesting what the 70s brought. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, scary as hell. I wish I saw it in scary theaters. I hell. wish I was old enough, but uh, it is a great, great, great movie. What else you got? Uh, I don't know if you're going to bring this up in birthdays, but, you know, Rod Serling was born uh, December 25th, yep. 1924. Really one of the great voices of all time in any medium. I mean, his his effort, his life's work in the Twilight Zone is stunningly incredible. I'm, what a legendary. mind. Yeah, it's what legendary. A, what, a, what a mind. I mean, he wrote the ending of, uh, you know, the, the movie script for Planet of the Apes, w- one of the great twist endings of all time. But, you know, to see Rod Serling and introduce the Twilight Zone, smoking a cigarette and, and giving us, you know, his, his view of humanity. It's just stands the test of time. It sure does. It, it just no doubt about it. He's uh, phenomenal. And uh, that show is phenomenal. Uh, not a lot of movie work, but uh, obviously the Planet of the Apes stands out there. Uh, I wasn't going to bring him up but uh, a week ago. You know, it was more about the New Year's weekend. But, yeah, um, it's a fantastic, fantastic. Well, you going to bring up. Let me ask you a question. You're going to bring up Ted Danson. No. OK. Ted Danson was born this week, 1947. And I tell you, Cheers is iconic, right? But like I'm, flipp- I'm flipping through the channels. 
and Becker comes on a lot on on some of these um like me. He's damn good in that show. Like I he's, never never laughed at that show. Never. Really? Nah. He nah. but he can hold a sitcom as good as anybody. No. Yeah, I, I just uh, I, you don't. He I, think always, always, pre- I think Becker's pretty Malone. good. To be honest with you, he's always Sam Malone. I I couldn't get into it. It's you know, meh. I, ne- I never liked it. And thanks uh, for thanks for you know pouring cold water on my on my on my you know toasted marshmallows. Well, so, I mean, I'm just I like Ted Danson. I think I love Ted Danson. I just okay. did not like Becker. First, you All can't right. have a lead actor smoking. <laughs> he smoked the whole time on the show, and that really turned me off too. That you don't do that on a sitcom. I'm sorry, we don't need that. Hello. Sorry, I I just I, I have hard feelings about smoking on big screen and TV and you're you going to have really? a lead tell character. Me, tell me why in, a, in like 30 seconds. Why? Uh, my d- mom died of lung cancer. I, understand. I, I don't need 30 seconds. I OK, <laughs> I needed two seconds. Fair uh, all right, let's do fast five here, Chuck. And we have a couple of iconic actors here in iconic yeah. roles. So I'll make it easy, a little easy for you as mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins, uh, believe it or not, turns 84. I know. Uh, this weekend, I mean, obviously it's Hannibal Lecter. Um, is there something that other than Hannibal Lecter that you'd want to bring up? Well, Hannibal, listen, he, Anthony Hopkins is one of those actors like he, he just like he just elevated some material no matter what he did. Right. Yes. Uh, even like in a movie like Zorro, it's like, OK, Anthony Hopkins is like elevating the material. Even in a movie uh, like Free Jack, he elevates the material. You know, he, he did a movie that was based. It, it's not a good movie. But he's good in it. It's not a bad movie, but it's based on a Stephen King short novel. Remember that movie? Oh, uh, Hearts, Hearts of Atlantis. Of Atlantis. Yeah, it's yeah, a good movie. Like, good movie. His, um, like his 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 um, character with that kid. It's good. Like, he's yeah. really good. In it's a it. great book, too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That wasn't bad. Um, you know who the kid was, right? I don't remember. It was uh, the, the the one that the, the kid that died. Uh, Ant, uh, Anton. Uh, what the hell is his name? The oh, I ran over you. by his own car. Right. Uh, why can't I think of his name? It's awful. He was a great actor, too. And uh, Anton Yeltsin. Yeltsin. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah. he, you know, back in the day, too, you know, he's been around a long time. I, I loved Magic. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, too, that goes back. I was 73, I believe. He's in The Elephant Man, right? He's in that. And uh, Audrey Elephant Rose and Juggernaut. Awesome movie. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he's been a great, great actor. But I can't. I mean, he, he is Hannibal he actually Hector. Has a, he actually has a. Uh, a, a big role in, in a miniseries called Hollywood Wives. Catherine Mary Stewart's in yeah, back, and, back. And Dickinson back in the day. In the and 80s. he was good. in he was good in the first season of Westworld, too, on HBO. We, he didn't come back for the second season, but he's very yeah. good in it. How about Mel Great. Gibson? I bring up Mel Gibson, Chuck. He is. Uh, yeah, he, he is 65 years old this weekend, wow. which is relatively young. Still, if you think about it, um, 66 will be next week, actually. Um, now, obviously, he's uh, Martin Riggs. There's no doubt about it for me and Braveheart. He's fantastic as William yeah. Wallace. Um, I, I didn't know before I go into another conversation. Do, is there a movie role that you'd bring up that I, I that I didn't bring up? Uh, you know, here's my 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 thought on Mel Gibson as an actor. He was a great looking guy. He started to age pretty hard, though. Oh, know? yeah. He, well, like, like I mean, it's like like his his he's. His really good looks between Lethal Weapon one and four, pretty glaring, no? Well, yeah, and I would say that what happened to him and what I wanted to bring up by bringing up Mel Gibson is the fact that what are we ever going to get from him again? And is it ever going to be? It'll never be like it was, right? He is tarnished. He's tarnished, right? He can't get to what 
He's tarnished, but he's fortunate. Unlike, listen, they were talking about Arnie, Army Hammer. I was reading a story on, on right. Arnie Hammer. Who he's in Death in the Nile. Yeah, yeah, small, yeah. yeah. He's in Death in the Nile, but he was supposed to have this small part in this soccer movie, right? Right. And they're taking him out and reca- putting Will Arnett and making the role bigger. So yeah. he, he feel, he actually filmed the role. Yeah. All right. He feel, Now, when you film a role and they recast you, you are toxic. I think your career, I think Army Hammer's career is over, over. Like, I don't think he's going to work again. Now, and, and, and correct which, me if I'm wrong. For him, what but, he's done wrong is he likes to drink the blood of women. Right. Is that what the thing is? Is, is there more is than this, that? He's he's hardcore. Yeah. In some of his rituals. Let's just put it that way. And and, and obviously and 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 Mel Gibson's an anti-Semite lunatic who somehow has about seven movies in the can here, Chuck. Now he's done still the, working. He's gone done the Bruce Willis stuff. route now. Yeah, he has. He uh, has like Bloodfather and all that yep, stuff. He's yep. done a lot of that stuff. So um, um we'll never see him as Martin Riggs again, right? No, we are. I mean, they, is that going to actually happen? Yes, though? I think it is. The HBO Max deal. He's going to direct and star in Elite the Weapon Five. I I do think that's going to happen. Yeah, I okay. do. All right, let's move on. Ben Kingsley, Chuck is uh is uh, seventy eight years I mean, old. Schindler's List. Schindler's List and Gandhi, right? I mean, obviously, Gandhi. Yeah, Schindler's List. He's so good in that movie. You almost forget he's in it because he's so indelved into his role. I also liked him. You know, he's been a bad guy a couple of times too. Um. I am in three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Played the, a variation of the Mandalorian. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. Oh, no, no. The uh, that was. The uh, the, uh, yeah, that. Right. Right. And he was uh, also in um, sneakers. He's a bad guy in that. Yeah. Um, the Robert Reffer movie. I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. a couple of character actors here to round things up, Chuck. And one is Robert Loggia, who died back in 2015. He would have been uh, 82 years, uh, 92 and, and, years old. And and shame on Roland Emmerich for what they did uh, in Independence Day too with him. Just sickening like, see, what they did with that. Yeah, um, that was just ridiculous. Oh, listen, you know, Scarface. Yeah, and he played a mafioso in a lot of movies. But you know, against against type, the boss in Big, he's really good in that. Uh, listen, that piano scene's iconic. Iconic scene. Robert uh, Loggia was really good. And he was like, uh, nominated really for good. an Oscar in Jagged Edge as well, um, which was a you know smaller role, but he he owned it and they gave him a nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Always, always good, Chuck. Uh, no doubt about is. it. And last but not least, a lot of what he did uh, successfully was on TV. But Dabney Coleman, mm-hmm. believe it or not, is going to be 90 this War week. Games. Yeah, War Games is McKittrick is he's I mean, very obviously good nine to five was his big claim to fame. But I love we, War Games. I love I mean, we both love that movie. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. And he plays opposite Matthew Broderick so well. And, you know, he had a lot yeah. of good stuff on TV, too. I know a lot of people liked his. Uh, what was that TV series? Uh, he played the cop, right? Uh, I can't think of it. I'm, I'm, I'm having brain farts today. There's no d- doubt about it. But uh, he had a lot of success on TV. Um, not, you know, never really carried a movie himself. Uh, How old is he? 90. Wow. Oh, and he, he was also in Bulwark Empire. Yeah, he was. That's right. He was. And he was also in Tootsie, right? He's the director. Yes. In Tootsie. He's very funny in that as well. Yeah. Um, always liked Abney Coleman. All right, Me Chuck, too. let's look ahead to 2022. And, you know, of the, of the 10 movies that you see on my list, can you predict how many you'll see in the theater? You think you'll see all 10? I predict yeah, about yes. seven of mine. I'll no, see. In the I, I, I think all 10 will be in mine. OK. All right. Well, we'll start my quick uh, 10 through six here, Chuck. 
of what's coming out in the calendar year of 2022. Now things can change. This is fluid, but I know one movie is coming out real soon and it's the Michael Bay movie coming out. I thought looks very interesting only because Jake Gyllenhaal is in an action movie and that's ambulance, which Uh is coming out in a couple of months about a uh, bank robbery gone bad. Um, They get locked up in an ambulance and there's a big car chase through LA theaters uh, right now have uh, been running trailers for it. And it looks typical. Michael Bay, don't get me wrong, but I I always like to see that go to stream. I can see that going to streaming. Yeah, it could. It could very well do that. But I, you know, I was a big fan of his Netflix movie that just came out a couple months ago. uh, Mm -hmm. And, and it's not like we had a lot to pick from in 2022. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Top Gun Maverick, another holdover. Chuck is my number nine. I mean, we've been talking about this movie now pre-pandemic. For some reason, it intrigues me. I don't know if it's going to be this big global hit. I don't know if we need it, but I do want to see what they do with the character and then all the ancillary characters that come in with it. Real good concept. Bullet Train's coming out this year, a little bit later on with Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt. Action movie on a train about assassins. Find out Uh that uh, they're all after each other. Sounds like a real good concept with High profile actors. I'm always into something like that. And we love train movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Creed three at the end of the year, Chuck. But Michael right. B. Jordan's going to direct this one. No Balboa. That's going to be just, interesting. I'm just interested to see what they do. I mean, we both like Creed two. It wasn't as it's good as Creed, list. but I agree. But, but uh, I'm interested in seeing it. And last but not least, at least my number six, that is, you know, I'm only interested to in see it because this movie is, feels like it's been 20 years in the making. I love James Cameron. Avatar 2 supposed to come out at the end of 2022. I was a fan of the original, but it got it's so far back in the recesses of my mind. I, I have to go back and look at it again to even know where the story is. Does anybody care about Avatar 2? That's Here's why sca- I can't wait to see it. I want to see the reaction of people to Here's Avatar what scares, 2. Here's what scares me. James Cameron unleashed something to me that was toxic in movies, and that was 3D. Yeah. Because I, you know, going to the theater, oh, yeah, I got to see this in 3D. That's all you know, but gone now, but, though. It's all but gone. And thank the Lord. It better not come back. It's all, if it comes back. Oh, I no, did notice. I do uh, not want to see it back. Spider Man 3 was uh, Spider Man No Way Home. There was a couple of theaters at my movie theater that offered really it not 3D. mine. Yeah, they did. Um, really? So there you go. You got Ambulance, Top Gun Maverick, Bullet Train, Creed 3. And Avatar 2, if it even comes out, uh, I am not looking forward to three, four, five, six and seven. If that moron's really going to do that kind of stuff. What's it's hard your to believe it's, uh, it's it's 2009 was Avatar. It's ridiculous. I mean, right? That is insane. It's crazy how he I, I, did, I can't imagine people. Her, her, he's been working on this for 12 years. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. And nothing else, by the way. Nothing else. Can we get can we get and I think we're going to get uh, uh, can we get the Abyss Blu-ray, please? <laughs> I mean, come on. (laughs) What do you got? 10 through six. All right. Number 10, Thor, Love and Thunder. And I can tell you why I'm interested, because Natalie Portman is going to get Thor superpowers. Right. So it it does make me that that makes me interested. Not that they got great chemistry because they don't. All right. But the fact that she agreed to do it and they're going to give her superpowers, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Number nine. uh, This is just pure curiosity again. Legally Blonde 3. I'm curious why she came back other than the paycheck. What are they yeah. going to do? Yeah, it I appears she's a little long in the tooth for this, no? Yeah, I would think but so. I, but, yeah. but I am curious what she's going to bring to the table in this movie. I am. I, yep. And they still have that Broadway show, too. So there is in top of there. There are there is a generation of people that have seen it now that, you know, because that's an old movie now, too. Now, number eight, Scream. And I tell you why, because they're bringing well, back that comes out next original, week, right? Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the original cast. So I, I it makes me interested. 
Yeah, they were promoting on the one of the New Year's Eve parties with David Arquette was at Times Square. Um, calling it another whodunit. Yeah, it's not on my list, but I'll Listen, go see I, it. I, I think the, I think the Scream franchise is pretty awesome. That's my opinion. Yeah. I like it a lot. I, yeah. All of them. I like all of them. I love Scream 1. I love Scream 2. I like Scream 3 and I like Scream 4. I don't love the dirt and four, but I like it in it. In it they're, they're, they make you think and they're really well done. And I tell you, David Arquette, he's awesome in those movies. Yeah, that's my opinion. That's the only number po- seven I mean, he, and his wrestling movies, right? You like him wrestling, too. I know you're a big fan of him on the wrestling tour. He's psychotic because he's done that for real. He's gotten hurt. I know, he's gotten I know. really hurt. Number seven. Another heart. I, I am interested in Halloween ends. I am. I'm, I'm interesting in it ending. I am interested yeah, in that. I am interesting in the mono mono Laurie Strode against Michael Myers. Listen, this ain't the end. You know, this is going to keep yeah, but, going on. I mean, but are these movies making enough money now for them to keep saying that yeah, this isn't I the think end? So. I, I think so. I mean, we, we say that, but it's not the monster blockbuster. We got to make another one. I know that low budget, but. Well, uh, listen, th- this one was on Peacock, right? Halloween, uh, the last this one, yep. the recent one. So it's on Peacock and theaters. It made about a, almost 100 million in theaters, right? I think and the next Peacock. one's going to be on Tubi, right? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, oh, boy. And my my number six is Creed Creed three. Yeah. Simply because I, I want to see what he does. Yeah. Can he carry this without Rocky Bubble. I, I don't think it'll be easy, though. No, probably not. Probably. I mean, not. his chemistry it depends on the script. His chemistry with, with, Tessa, with Thompson. Tessa Thompson is yeah, good. It's, man. it's she's, really good. She's yeah. she's she's great in yeah. those in the Creed movies. She really is. Well, let's face it. Creed two is really good because of Drago and the kid. And, and then, here's why I like Creed. I love Creed. We both talked about how we love Rocky Bubba. We love Creed. I like Creed too. I'll tell you why. Because it's a, it's a it's a it's a an example of scripting that fleshes out a character from the original Rocky yeah. series. That's actually pretty damn amazing. Yeah, he did a good job. There's no he did and, a great and, job with this and Dolph Lundgren puts argue, in a pretty yeah, good performance too. The pacing is a little slow, but I was fine with it. I, yeah. I was fine with it. Um. Chuck, I've got a couple of movies. I'll do two here back to back because they're both musical biopics really? that I'm really looking forward to. One's the um, uh, Elvis movie. Mine, that's have number four for me. That's with Tom Hanks as Tom yep. Parker. I'm looking forward yes, to that. Me and, too. and I want to dance with somebody is coming out at the end of the year, which should be an interesting subject matter. And I wonder how they'll tackle it with Whitney Houston. Biopic. It's not on my list, but it's a good pick. And, and I agree how they will. Ta- if listen, if this is what's and all. It's going to be a really interesting movie. Well, what leads me to think it's not, it's just the title alone. You know, it's kind of one of her lighthearted, upbeat songs. I wonder if they're just going to do it like a rocket man or 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 like the Freddie Mercury movie and just have a good time at the theater without really getting into the whole Bobby Brown, OD, all that kind of stuff. So but it's a great. How could you not, though? I know it's a great. Um, it's an you unbelievable don't, you don't topic. Think rocket man dealt with some uh, Elton John's more, some uh, serious issues. No, it, I thought the ironic part was I thought. Rocket Man did more than um, uh, the Freddie Mercury movie did. And I thought it'd been the opposite. You know, listen, I I like both of them tremendously. I'm very interested in seeing what they do with that. Um, And that's my five and four there. And I know you said, what's your number five? I know you said you had Elvis at four. Mission Impossible seven. Yeah, that's my number three. Um, This seems like a series that just gotten better with every movie. Boy, I got Tom. I got two Tom Cruise movies in 2022 on my top 10. I that you just think about that alone. And that's crazy. Uh, but the last one was really good. Um, I Like I said, Chuck, these movies don't seem to lose steam. Um, I was a big fan of the last two. They're just 
unbelievable. Would you would you argue that Tom Cruise is the, is the uh, Tom Brady of uh, of movies? I mean, some might say that he's like I, he's like age defying to a he point. He is, I and mean, he's polarizing too. Not everybody you know, likes he's, him. He's very polarizing. Um, Inter- internally, he's absolutely polarizing. No doubt about it. But I mean, Scientology will uh, polarize you, right? Uh, it, it'll polarize a lot of people, and it has. Um, but you don't have Top Gun Maverick in yours, do you? I don't. Um, what is your number three? It's the Flash. Interesting. Because, and honestly, it was close to being my number one because one, I, I, I think I think it's going to be a really cool movie. They're bringing, you know, Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne, Batman. They're bringing in. Michael Shannon is General Zod. I think Ezra Miller's. I think he's really entertaining. Is is uh, is Barry Allen the Flash, and um, they're dealing with the multiverse like Spider Man. I, I, this has the potential to be a huge hit. Here's why I'm huge not. Hit. Here's here's why. Tell I mean, me why. I'm because, listening. Hold on. Let me sit down. All Let right. Listen. Most of these I'm, DC movies, and they yeah. said that if they actually didn't have slow motion in the last uh, ba- Superman Batman movie. The movie would have been an hour long. This Flash movie now, half the movie is going to be in slow motion. I, I'm, I can't handle that. It's not, it's not, it's not Zack Snyder directed. I, it doesn't matter. The All whole right. concept of the Flash is you're going to have to slow everything around around him so you can see what he's actually doing, right? So uh, that I... Right. If you add Zack Snyder and the Flash together, forget it. The movie would be four hours long and one fight scene. Um it's interesting, but again, I don't have a single um, and I'm proud of myself. I don't have a single superhero movie on my list. Wow. Yeah. The Batman's I, not in your top 10. No, the Batman is not there. And I'm sure Wait, let your, me repeat myself. The Batman is not in your top 10. It is not. Which Batman? How many are we going to see? Is this the one with the Twilight Kid? I mean, who cares? Really? Enough is Twilight enough Boy. with this. I know you. it's probably your number two, right? It's my number one. Oh, it is your number one. Well, my, well, number, my number two. We, we know our number two. Well, my number one is Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, OK, I mean, that's my number two. Yeah, that's my number Very one. Close. I could have flipped a coin. The other movie that I'm looking forward to is not on your list because you, you don't like animated movies. Tell me why no- Jurassic World is your number is, is your is your number one. Tell me why. Because I love the series. I mean, me and too. it's been but, a but long time coming and all the whole cast is going to be right. They're I doing mean, a whole Spider-Man verse where everybody comes back for it. So Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, yep. Lord Dern. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. A lot of screen time. That's cool. Yep. My if other movie is pick- if they were smart, if they were smart. Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, Lord Dern would be the stars of this movie, not Chris Pratt and Dallas Bryce Howard. Well, if you look at the movie poster, everybody's names on it. It's not you know, they're all they're all and getting billing. So that's a good sign because what they did with Jeff Goldblum in the last one. Like, yeah, it was on. gimmick. Like, yeah, like I don't want it. I, I, I don't need that stuff. No, no. Um, you undermine a great talent by doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, my other movie at number two is Pixar's Lightyear. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm a huge fan of the Toy Story series. And now they got Ryan Reynolds taking the role of an origin story of uh, Buzz Lightyear. So mm-hmm. that is my number two. You want to talk about the Batman at all? I mean, I know it's your number one. Yeah, I mean, they just released another trailer that that they call the Bat and the Cat trailer. Zoe Kravitz is uh, Selena Kyle. Catwoman is emphasized a lot. And it appears she's good in this movie. I mean, she's good casting. She has good. Yeah, she's very, very sexual. Like she has a good look like yeah. for that role. And that's it's a big part of what Catwoman is. Right. Uh, she's got a nice look. Younger. They're going younger. Um, I, li- I like what I see. I mean, can this movie be too dark for general audiences? I mean, I can. 
Listen, if everybody thinks like the Batman is going to be the biggest movie of 2022, they're probably no. wrong because no. it, it, that the, the darker elements of it does keep some people away. They just, you know, they rather the Marvel Universe and they rather laugh and have a good time and yeah, have uh, a good time at the movies, not be depressed because it's kind of depressing everywhere else anyway. Right. So that's why I hated the Joker. To a, to a point. Oh, I love the Joker. I just want to let, let's talk for the next 20, 20 no. minutes. I'll debate you. I'll, I'll tell you what, you. I'll stop the recording and then you can yeah. go on and talk about it. Pretend I'm there, though. I'll be I'll be listening. You know, pretend. Let me ask you a question. How long have we been doing this together? Uh. This podcast specifically, you're talking yeah. about movies. No, this podcast specifically. This would be almost six years coming up. Now, people don't realize they may not realize that you 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 make a professional living as a broadcaster. I started you in radio. I just wanted to point that out long time um, ago. In theory, yeah, I mean, it was we did do a radio show before I started my radio career. Although we used to we- come over to my condo. I had two phone lines. We we did a radio spot on W.A.L.E. in Rhode Island, right? We, we wanted to do a movie talk show. I bought, we bought some airtime, right? I think it was like 100, 150 bucks an hour. Yep. Bu- I don't know, right? I raised money. I called, I, 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 I solicited business from Duck Bowl. <laughs> Duck Bowling was one of them. Yeah, right? I remember. And it paid for this. It paid for it. We had a good time. We learned a lot and we did. I, I, I enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, we, had a, we had a producer that sent us a tape after we did it. That was like 20. That was 20. That was that was a long time ago. That was like 27 years ago, Mike. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. I would say I would but say here, almost- here's the point where it's New Year's Day 2022. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. If, if you want to take the credit for it, I mean, that's fine. Um. I would also say no, no, it's OK. You're welcome. You're you're welcome as well. I would also say, you know, I I, <laughs> I, I eat smoothies and get ice cream. So I maybe some of that rubbed off on you no, to I open up a smoothie shop and an ice cream shop. I, I don't welcome. know. It's all good. So you're welcome uh, there. All right. My top 10 is uh, Ambulance, Top Gun, Maverick, Bullet Train, Creed 3, Avatar 2. I want to dance with somebody. Elvis movie. Mission Impossible 7, Pixar's Lightyear, and Jurassic World Dominion. Good list. My number 10, Thor Love and Thunder. Number 9, Legally Blonde 3. Number 8, Scream. Number 7, Halloween Ends. Number 6, Creed 3. Number 5, Mission Impossible 7. Number 4, June. Number 3, Flash. The Flash. Number 2, Jurassic Park Dominion. Number 1, The Batman. And 1A, if you're listening, Disney 20th Century Fox, the Poseidon Adventure will be 50 (laughs) years old in 2022. Re-release it. Yeah. The masses. Yeah. And then follow that a few years later with Beyond. Why How not? Life get any better, Mike. Uh, I'll tell you Come what. On. All right, Chuck. Happy New Year. We'll do this again next week, my friend. Oh, and as Captain Harrison would say in the Poseidon Adventure played by Lizzie Nielsen, by the way, Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
podcast by Federated Media.